Hey you guys, this is Gabby. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. Hey, last week I wasn't able to get a podcast done. Why? Well, because I was vacationing with my family and just really enjoying that time. <clears throat> we had an amazing time in Colorado. We went to Breckenridge for like six days and just spent time in the beautiful mountain air. Ah, even just thinking about it right now makes me feel happy. Spent a couple mornings waking up really, really early, walking down to the river, watching the sun glow pink against the mountains, and just, it was cold and brisk and beautiful, and listening to worship music, and just reveling in the faithfulness of God, and yes, it was a bit hard to come back to Texas, but I have been very much convicted that I need to press forward into what is ahead of me and not cling to the past. So it was kind of also a last goodbye to Colorado, which is weird to say, but let's do this. Let's make Texas home and just believe that God has something beautiful here. I hope you will believe with me in whatever you're facing that God has something beautiful for you there. So um, this week I wanted to talk about... Chip and Joanna Gaines. And you're like, what? Why? (laughs) Or maybe you're not. Well, I have been thinking about this a lot recently. See, um, recently I found out that Fixer Upper is on Hulu and Benj and I have Hulu Plus and I got really excited because the only time I had ever watched it was actually in Denver when I was at the gym on the treadmill and they would have HGTV on at the gym because I never had cable at home and etc etc and anyway I love the show like most of you guys out there you probably like that big reveal and the process and just seeing something ugly turn into something beautiful but also I'm sure a lot of you agree with me it's just Chip and Joanna Gaines are just extremely likable people (laughs) um but something that's really hit me because you know I'm still in this season of like figuring out what am I doing here? I know that God has called us to Texas. I know that he has a plan. I know that this job that Benj got is the next step that our family was supposed to take, but it's been hard, guys. I mean, it has not been an easy transition, Um, and I've just been, like, thinking and dreaming again, like, God, what are you, what have you called us to be? What have you called us to do? And so Benj and I, have watched a bunch of episodes of Fixer Upper together and it just hit me one night and I was telling Benj about this. I was like, I want us to be Chip and Joanna Gaines. And what I mean by that isn't I want to do flip houses. Um, I want us to have a common goal and a common vision and for each of us to use our unique gifts to achieve that common goal. Like I want us working side by side. We don't have to be doing the same thing. Like he can do demo day. I can do decoration and something beautiful comes together when we both do it and have that common goal. And it's just so beautiful to me. Like I just started crying when I was saying that to him because I feel that in my heart. Like that is the vision that I have in my heart. Not only that, but They always involve their kids. Their kids come in, see what they're doing, get excited about it, get them involved. Like, I love that too. Like, you draw your kids in, get them involved. Like, this is my dream. Like, this is really my dream is to have a common goal um, with my husband. But 
I get to use my gifts, he gets to use his, and our kids get to just ride the wave with us and see what we're doing and maybe get a mission heart planted in them too, a heart for the nations, a heart for discipleship, which is our heart. Like, that's what I'm praying into. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. Like, I love that. I love the way that Chip and Joanna Gaines work together. And I think that's part of why their show is so popular is because it's just unusual to see a family working in unity like that. Like it's so unusual to see people just flourishing in their gifts side by side and loving being together. I'm actually, yes, maybe have a slight obsession with everything Chip and Joanna Gaines right now, just because I'm so inspired by this idea of family unity and dreams. Um, But I'm reading the Magnolia story right now, which is their book. And I highly recommend it. It's fun. It's funny. It's inspiring. It's encouraging. I have been really encouraged by it. Um, but they talk so much about their marriage and how they just get energy from being together. Like there are a lot of married couples who are like, you know, you go your way, I'll go mine. I'll feel more energized. And then when I come home, then I can be good to you. But for me, it's the same. It's like, I want to be with Benj. I want to be working with him. We do so well together. Um, so I'm just praying like, Lord, I pray that we can be like the ship and join the gains of ministry, doing this thing together. Um, it's also a really inspiring and encouraging book just to see how God has led them all this time. Um, even in their childhood, they now can look back and see the things that we maybe were pointing to this destiny that they've been launched into so unexpectedly in the last few years. Like, they did not pursue a TV career. In fact, neither of them was even educated in flipping houses, design, construction. They kind of just taught themselves and realized, oh, this is something that I love. This is something I'm passionate about. It's something that I'm uniquely gifted at. Like, God has given me this gift. And... They would just follow his voice and go through the open doors that he would put in front of them and they would do it fearlessly. And it's amazing to see what God has done in their lives. So I'm feeling freshly inspired from being on vacation and just that relaxing time and freshly inspired by just this encouragement from the most unlikely of places of just reading this book and watching that show and feeling like God can do that for me too. Like I keep submitting my dreams to him as well, just like Joanna did. Like there, there was a part in the book where she, um, talks about closing up the very flourishing shop that she had, interior decoration shop to stay at home with her kids because she felt like that's what God wanted her to do. And it was in that moment right after that, that their Magnolia Homes business started just exploding. And she was able to do all kinds of amazing things from home alongside Chip with the kids. Um, And it's all because she was obedient. She didn't have to close that shop, but God told her to. So she did. And she, she asked him like, why is this really a good idea? Is this the best idea? And God told her, if you trust me with your dreams, I can make something so much more beautiful out of them than you can even imagine. So I'm once again feeling just, okay, this obedience, this step that we took away from Colorado, away from everything we knew, away from comfort, away from all of that, like we expected to do that one day, to be honest, we expected to do that from Colorado to Asia. We did not expect to do that from Colorado to Dallas. So that in some ways has been more of a challenge, but I keep saying, you know what? God has said the same thing to me. He doesn't love Joanna Gaines more than he loves me. He 
adores me and he loves these dreams and he is so proud that we have taken this step and I'm just here saying God are you sure that was a good idea and he's saying Gabi if you give me your dreams I can do something more beautiful with them than you can even imagine so I'm super encouraged by that um let me flip through I wanted to read you something la 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 from Philippians again this passion translation is just absolutely phenomenal um let me read this little bit from philippians 3 the reason i'm hesitating is because there's like almost the entire chapter that i want to go through um again i said a few minutes ago about how i feel like the lord is say saying you need to let go of the past and move forward into the future and listen to this listen to me very carefully If you ask God for wisdom in an area, he will give it to you. If you ask him to speak to you in your quiet time in the morning about a specific thing, he will. I have experienced this so many times over the last couple of weeks that I'm kind of in shock about how perfectly like my scripture reading for the day or a word from someone lines up with exactly the wisdom I need. The book of James says, if you ask the Lord for wisdom, he will not despise it he will answer you. So really, I encourage you, like if there's something you're confused about or worried about, just talk to the Lord about it and he will, he will bring something your way to answer that question. So anyway, um, I asked the Lord, like, show me how to move forward in this season. Um, because while in Colorado, it was a little bit heartbreaking just to think we're leaving this place that we've known as home. We're leaving here again and we're going back to Texas and I don't know what I'm doing. And so I said, Lord, please give me steps. And I came to this portion of Philippians 3 that says to truly know him, Christ, means letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting and all I thought made me better than others on the garbage heap. It's all like a pile of manure to me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embracing him as Lord in all of his greatness. Letting go of everything from my past and anything that I boast about, boasted about from my past means nothing. Like any of that comfort, any of the direction that I felt I was going, any of even just that feeling of like, I've got this. I'm an overcomer, I'm joyful, like, I know who I am. All of that stuff that I felt I knew in Colorado has kind of been shaken here in Texas, but it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I just need to know the reality of Jesus Christ and embracing him as Lord in all of his greatness. So then later, um, just a few verses after this, Paul says, I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I do not depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. Oh, did you hear that? He says... All of this about discovering his purpose, how Jesus has called him to fulfill a purpose and he wants him to discover what that purpose is. First of all, that's encouraging. But then he says he doesn't depend on his own strength to accomplish it. 
he has one compelling focus. Now, I don't know what you would expect for him to say, something super theological, something super Jesus-centered, which all of this is, but what he says is his compelling focus is to forget all of the past as he fastens his heart to the future instead. What are you holding on to in the past? It's okay to look back at the past as a history, marking how you've gotten to where you are, but when we cling to something that is in the past, like for me, to cling to Colorado as a source of home, as a source of comfort, you know, I didn't even realize how much that place meant to me as a home, just my feeling of belonging and stability. We cannot look back in a way that cripples us from our future. He says he's forgetting all of the past and he's fastening his heart to the future instead. What does that mean to fasten your heart to the future? I mean, I just, I just have this picture of like a single focus in front of me, like a bright beam of light launching out from in front of me and my heart just exploding onto that beam of light. Even though maybe I don't know where it's going, I know what's at the end and what's at the end is the purpose that Christ has called me to. At the end itself is Jesus. And I want to fix my heart on that. To not let the past hold me back, to not let it hold me down, to not let it make me sad in a way that cripples me. I can grieve what has been, but I must move forward into the future. I cannot stay in that place of the past. I need to fasten my heart on what I know to be true. And what I know to be true is that I am called. I have been redeemed so that I can do amazing things that were predestined for me to do. He has written my story in his book, and I want to accomplish every single letter of that book to the last dot of an eye. So I, f- I focus, I need to focus my heart on the future, and my future holds such beauty because my future, in my future, Christ is already there awaiting me. I hope that makes sense. Like, this was really vital for me in the last week just to get through um, and come back to Texas. And to get back to Chip and Joanna Gaines, like, the Lord gave me such a gift yesterday. Um, I got to spend the whole week with my kids this week. They're not in preschool. And yesterday, I just decided on a whim, the kids and I are going to drive to Waco and go visit the silos at Magnolia. And it was so amazing like I'm just tearing up even just thinking about it it was just amazing to go to this place that has been created by these people who love the Lord and who are walking in their purpose and are flourishing in their calling it was really hot we were sweating like crazy it was very crowded it was noisy my kids went a little bit nuts in the store but I was so moved just so moved by the spirit of God that permeated that place and um, seeing the signs on the wall that Joanna has designed of that are just all focused on the Lord and what the good things that he has done and the good things that he is doing. I fell in love with this sign that said, act justly, seek mercy, walk humbly. It was a laser cut metal sign and I just loved it. I might try to recreate it because I couldn't afford it, but it was just beautiful. I absolutely loved it. And, um, about just 
Beauty for Ashes and um, sitting together and breaking bread and just beautiful things. And the whole place was filled with worship music. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like they're ushering people into the presence of God, whether they realize it or not. And isn't that what we're all called to do? Whether we're designers, people who flip houses and do things that may seem quote unquote secular, they're still ushering people into the presence of the Lord, unbeknownst to the people who know. Like, surely some people hate that place because as scripture says, to some people you're a pleasing aroma and to some people you smell rotten because you have the smell of Christ upon you. But Oh gosh, for all of those people who don't even know Jesus, but go in there and smell the sweet fragrance, that's like the first seed of the gospel for them. And that's what I want my life to be. I want my life to be the scent of the gospel for the people around me. That's what I feel called to do. So here is um, the first time I've cried on the podcast, but I hope that it just makes it more real, and you guys know that I'm really serious about this stuff that I'm talking about, and I'm kind of just taking you on my journey with me, um, as in real time. <laughs> so let's do this together. Let's fix our eyes and our hope on the future. Let's trust in Jesus and the calling that he's placed on our lives. We know he has a purpose for us, and part of his delight is in helping us discover what that is. So I love you guys. Um... I hope that you will continue to follow this podcast, maybe tell your friends, and let's just keep dreaming healthy and strong, and um, yeah, let's be a magnolia, (laughs) beautifully scented flowers for this world. Love you guys. Talk to you next time.